that's dedicated to real discussion about the tension that exists between life and faith and how to embrace it so we can live purpose and freedom. My name is Tracy Dawson. I'm your co-host and I'm here with Matt Dawson. Hello. Hey, how you doing? Good, babe. Good. All right, so today we're going to talk about the tension in social issues, okay? Yes. And um, I wanted to start with a quote um, because this is something that you hear quite often and it's pretty profound, but it, it goes like this. Give a man a fish and you feed him for a day. Teach a man to fish and you feed him for a lifetime. And I don't even remember where that originated like so from. Crates or something. No, <laughs> no so I think crazy. we. I think I looked this up from one of my own uh, posts or something, okay. and I don't remember. I think it's it's one of those uh, it, it, people like credit Greek, it as Greek a Greek one or whatever. Some I think no. people credit it as a um, one of those Eastern uh, you know philosophers, mm-hmm. but it's not that at all. I really? think it was um, some uh, guy named Tim. Probably yeah. no, a woman named something. I'm not sure, but anyway, uh, well, it's a woman it's, named Tim. No. <laughs> All right. I don't remember. Right. I'll look it up. I'll have it okay. for you, maybe by the end of this podcast. Okay. But anyway, it's a great, um, you know, kind of one of those cultural proverbs. Yes. And it talks obviously about you know. You the, give a man a fish. Yeah. You just fed the one time. Right. Right. You. Uh, and it per- it's a perpetuating cycle, isn't it? Because it's not going to be enough. It's just going to be a temporal fix. So it's true. Speak. Yeah. But teach him to fish. Total different outcome, right? Totally yep. different outcome that. Uh, and believe it or not, the the topic of this podcast, <laughs> when I asked the Facebook community <laughs> what they wanted to hear this first season, mm-hmm. I believe it was you what? who asked for this podcast. What? Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. What did I say? You I said say? because you're. How did I ask for this? <laughs> you said because of your experience in social work, you oh. want you know the tension that comes yeah. with with constantly helping people. With constantly doing yeah. things, and 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 where is the line yeah. of enabling? Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. Do you remember Touché. now? Got it. Yeah, I do Touché. remember that. I got that. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Because, so you can just ask the questions you were already thinking. Uh, I mean, if you can remember. Well, you know, I do remember now. Now that you bring that up, um, because yeah, I do often struggle with, um, you know, the the call for us to be uh, kind and uh, kind to the poor. Uh, where I mean, biblically speaking. I mean, I'm just diving right in here to the, the just diving the deep end, honey. Biblically speaking, we are called to uh, to care for the poor or to you know to be helpful. Are the, are and the Christians called to give someone a fish or to teach someone to fish? Oh. Answer that question. Mm, that's a that's a that's a hard question. <laughs> You know, because... Whose podcast is this? <laughs> Answer it, Tracy. Answer it. No, yeah, just kidding. You're the one supposed to have all the answers. <laughs> and apparently you don't because this is about the tension. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, the tension of it. That's no, true. I, you know, okay, I think that it, the answer to these questions, honestly, is different depending on where you're taking it from a, uh, like a, my mindset being the social worker standpoint sure. versus, you know, just the ordinary person on the, you know, street today or, you know, a Christian has a different perspective on all this. Sure. Um, so, um, you know, I don't know. It just depends on, uh, I guess, what I'm choosing to use as my lens for answering a question. All right. Well, let's let's just talk about that. Uh, let's just talk about that right away. Okay. I, I want people to understand that the tension that they feel when it comes to social issues has a lot to do with how they view things. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. For instance, someone who has been on the receiving end of 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 having to have their needs met and fulfilled and you know was one at one point homeless you know and mm-hmm. things like that and they are now um um 
in a different stage in life in a different place, they are going to view that through their lens very, very differently than the person who's had everything they ever wanted. Mm-hmm. And they don't have an they don't have a clue or concept of what it means mm-hmm. to be penniless. True. To be hungry. True. They don't know. So when I say tension, I mean, this is really one of those things that's going to be hard to find the objective line Mm -hmm. when it is such a subjectively viewed tension. Um, But, but, but the reason we want to talk about it on the podcast is because everybody feels it. Mm -hmm. Everybody feels it when that guy comes up to your car and is looking for, you know, and gives you the sob story about his, you know, the car broke down and the, I just want some, you know, a couple dollars if you have it to spare. And and there's all those immediate thoughts of, you know, he's going to buy booze or drugs or where's the car? And, you know, right, and, right. and and I'm just saying that from I've had that same experience. You know, somebody come to me and I say, hey, I'll be glad to fill your car. Where is it? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. well, it's no, it's not here. It's around the corner and so on and so on. Well, I'll, I'll push it. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Bring in the car. You're not getting my money. Right. You know, which is obviously a problem because I think it's my money. But the point is, I, there's those immediate things that cause tension in us to say, I don't want to enable something that's 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 already a bad problem or a bad habit. I want to, mm-hmm. I want to help. Yeah. But the truth is, my help is circumstantial. Right. Right. So there's yeah, tension but, in that alone. But if someone is truly in need, do they not need their circumstances improved, even if it's temporary, sure. before we can uh, offer some lasting um, improvement, some lasting hope and assistance? Of course. So, okay, so how do we approach these kinds of situations? I mean, like, you're the one who brings up the, the, the person on the street the yeah. or, you know, the person standing at the intersection holding up a sign saying they've been unemployed for yeah. years and three kids to feed, something, something, something. Um, you know, I really honestly do struggle with those instances because I I don't like the idea of you know, a parent not being able to have employment and feed their children. But I also really don't like the idea of being, um, you know, taken advantage of or being lied to or being preyed upon for my compassion. Sure. And, and, and maybe that's again, a a inaccurate view of, of what I have or the resources that I have. Maybe that's me holding on to too much of, you know, my money thinking it is mine, but sure. I don't know what, what, what would you say to someone who says, I don't know whether or not to help those people? Well, um, let's talk about it just logically. Mm-hmm. Okay. And let's use the, Oh, you want to bring logic into this? <laughs> oh, okay. Well, never well, let's, mind. <laughs> well, but seriously, let's, let's use the proverb, for example. Okay. Uh, are you going to teach them to fish? From that? Probably not. I can't. Okay. Yeah. So why not give them a fish? Mm. Just from a, okay, so from a, from a cultural pro, uh, logical standpoint, the guy on the side of the road, the welfare uh, addicted, um, you know, uh, and not addict addict, but like someone's uh, who's addicted in the cycle of welfare. Oh, they're okay. addicted to the cycle of dependent the, on dependent on the fact that they assistance. they they would love to do something different, but they are so caught in the cycle mm-hmm. of 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 all the assistance they receive that they have now morphed their life to it. The question is, are you going to help them? Are you going to help them? come out of that change their life are you going to help them and the answer is if you're not going to be the one to help them then give them a fish Mm. you know at that point compassion should should take over Mm -hmm. at that point compassion whether you're enabling something or not you are unwilling to invest your energy and your time and your money to break that person's cycle so what does it matter to you Mm. ow i'm I'm, I'm just saying (laughs) that the the reality is is that even with that proverb now Mm -hmm. 
that proverb is not scripture and that proverb is just a cultural I think I think it's a it's a good saying but the mm-hmm. issue is you know where do we want everybody well we want everybody to be working we want everybody to be you know if I'm working you need to be working and if mm-hmm. you're not working then you don't you don't you know you don't care whether anybody's working or not well here's the um, thing it's I perspective mean- but you know, scripture does say if a man yes. doesn't work, he shouldn't eat. He shouldn't so, eat. Right. I mean, that's where Christians especially struggle with this whole debate sure. because it is uh, it, it is kind of like a mandate that for someone to receive the benefits of of, of food and, and yet, community. And, yet, and look, and even the Israelites were told not to glean their fields. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Don't leave don't leave it for the people that are walking through yeah. that need the need the food. Right. Right. So. What are we going to take a hard and line fast, a hard and a hard and fast line on the fact that we should stone our children? I mean, is that is that the verse we want to hold on to? No, you have to hold that in light of scripture. Mm-hmm. You know, the wisdom that that is stated that mm-hmm. you know someone who doesn't work should eat is true. Those who who are unwilling mm-hmm. to do something for themselves should experience this the issue. Mm-hmm. of not being able to do for themselves. The majority of people are not in that case. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, think about the refugees right now. Right. They're not in a situation necessarily where they're lazy. No, no, right. <laughs> they, are, they are in need because of their bad cycle. They're in need. And so, uh, you know, obviously people see that. Uh, the tension's probably not as much there as right. it is, you know, in our Western culture where we suspect mm-hmm. that, you know, 90% of the people who want to hand out uh, don't want to help up. Yeah, and that's and that's a judgment because it we're is. We're, sure. we're trying to determine uh, is this genuine need because it is. Yeah, thing. right. I think most people really do want to help when there's a need. That's why whenever there's a devastating storm, there you go. That's earthquake, true. Yep. tornado, yep. whatever. Then you see people coming yeah. in droves, yeah, uh, come out of the you know, helping and donating thousands and sometimes millions of dollars yeah. to help people because they get know, back on their feet. Yep. Yes, they know that there's a genuine need, yeah. and I think that that people do uh, respond to that. I think the problem is is when we can't honestly determine is this a genuine need or is or is this a something that's being uh, are we being preyed upon for our compassion or being exploited sure, and sure. and things like that, but. Um, and I think there's definitely a part of that, and yet you have to go down the path of, you know, so what if you are? Ah, I knew you were going to say that. You know, well, I mean, you, you made a comment about the money, mm-hmm. and it is hard because, you know, we shouldn't be so emotionally tied to our money right. that giving somebody $10 is going to ever give us an, you know, people have wasted $10 on a bar tab in minutes. Yeah. And how yet many, ta- many yet- ten dollars do we waste on our kids' Lego oh, sets that oh they my put together gosh. in five minutes? Exactly, and then, and then lose all the parts for it. Yeah. <laughs> and yet I'm going to have an emotional wrestling match with tension over giving somebody ten dollars right. because I'm worried about being taken advantage of, and I'm worried about this and that. I just look at it and go, look, it's it is what it is. Now, now I understand where the tension comes from, but again, you can let it be negative. That's the point. You can let this all this tension in you be negative, or you can direct it. And try to let it be something positive in your life. The tension that you feel with social issues should should draw compassion mm-hmm. out of you. Mm-hmm. It should bring up the desire to help, you know, uh, and it should bring up the desire, like you're saying, to to have wisdom in helping. Right? Mm-hmm. Do do people want to be involved in something that's not working? Right. You know, well, that's I mean, why does it? You know, when people struggle with judgment on welfare, mm-hmm. it's because they view welfare as a system that's broken. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. 
you know, these people aren't going to do anything else if they're not, you know, if they're continuing to live this life. And I'm like, okay, so what do you want to do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just, you know, what, what is your solution to that? Well, the problem mm-hmm. is we don't, you don't have a solution for it. Mm-hmm. So it just becomes a, you know, a little place where we can complain and talk about something that's not working, but it's like, well, that's true. That may be true. Look, school lunch systems and the, the, mm-hmm. the, the breakfast thing and all that kind of thing. Look, I get it. I really do. But at the end of the day, there are children who go hungry. Right. There are children who, who struggle with food security. There's children who don't have home uh, food at home on the weekends. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, does you know we our church we we pack uh, backpacks right. for kids at a, at a at a middle school right. or elementary right. school we we do that and you know we 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 trust mm-hmm. that God's going to use it that God's going to do something with it we mm-hmm. give it freely mm-hmm. you know the statistics that I've read shows that yeah those kids usually don't see that parents take it people that are living in the home squatting in the home take it you know there's no older guarantee siblings. older siblings mm-hmm. take it there's no guarantee that that kid even enjoys. The food that's that's there, but it's provided. I mean, it's a it's an aspect of you can't control everything. Mm-hmm. You can't control whether you're going to be taken advantage of. You can you can choose whether or not you want to help. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where the tension has to push us into a positive direction. Mm-hmm. It's got to put in us a heart that I believe is the heart of of Christ in us to want to help, even if we don't have a solution. Or, or we struggle with that, you know, again, we're going to struggle with that tension in us. Is this enabling? I mean, mm-hmm. is this enabling a behavior? Like, mm-hmm. nobody wants to be able to, like, when you want to, tr- like you said, when you want to really truly help somebody, the last thing you want to do is enable a, a cycle of bad, of bad behavior. Mm-hmm. But 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 at least the tension's there, right? At least the, the compassion to want to help is there, mm-hmm. which is where I believe the tension should take us, is to want to, to, to help. You know, Jesus, in the Sermon on the Mount, um, you know, when he talks about the Beatitudes and he goes on to talk a lot about just the the reverse thinking, if you will, mm-hmm. in terms of of um, of you know how how we should be, how we should view life. Um, and Luke, when Luke records it from uh, you know from from the testimony, you know he talks a lot about this idea of you know loving your enemies, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if you if you if you love those who hate you, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, you know, love those people who hurt you. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't make any sense to us. We don't, yeah. we don't approach life that way. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. That goes on to talk about the fact, well, if you slap your, your cheek, you know, give them the other cheek and mm-hmm. nothing about us says, give somebody the other cheek right. ever. Right. To be taken mm-hmm. advantage of. Um, it even says there, if someone demands your coat, offer your shirt also, mm-hmm. like just be completely free. Anyone, you know, it's a little, I think it's in Luke, um, uh, um, in his verse 30 says, give to anyone who asks. And when things are taken away from you, don't try to get them back. Right. Mm -hmm. Do to others as you want them to do unto you. Mm -hmm. And the reality is, is this anytime you, and it's hard again, the whole subjective thing, it's hard to find an objective way to put yourself in someone's shoes. Mm -hmm. Like I've never, I've honestly never had to beg for food. Right. I haven't, I haven't. Right. There are times that I've thought about it, but we don't want to go there, mm-hmm. right? But the idea there that Jesus is saying, look, d- do what you would want someone to do for you. If you ever found yourself mm-hmm. in this place, what would you want? Would you want right. judgment? No. Right? Or would you, want, would you want a helping hand? Even if it was enabling you for a time frame, like even like I said, there's times where things just have to be done. Mm-hmm. until certain things can be done, you know, in terms of, of helping people get out of certain things. I think there's excellent programs that help uh, provide needs for a short period of time while they're giving training and other things to help people mm-hmm. kind of change uh, their trajectory, change their situation. 
Uh, but later on, it goes on to actually talk about this idea of, you know, loving those who love you. Why should you get credit for that? Right. Mm-hmm. You know, right. it's the idea like, don't, don't, don't worry about that. Right. And I love where he goes on and says, look, if you lend money only to those who can repay you, then why should you get credit for that? Because mm-hmm. even sinners do that. Right. Mm-hmm. Even sinners love those who are lovable. And when it goes on to talk about this, that, again, this reverse thinking, talking about doing good to people, do good to them, lend to them without expecting to be repaid. Mm-hmm. You know, your rewards in heaven. Mm-hmm. You know, and so I will say there are the occasional times where I've had, you know, immediate tension where I've been approached and solicited and so forth and so on, uh, you know, for money. And I, I, I just, you know, there's times where I have been very free because there's been $10 in my pocket or whatever. And I just I just gave it, mm-hmm. you know, and I didn't. And, and, and part of it was just a practice for me to go, honestly, it's, am I really giving it to this person or am I really, really releasing it to God and just trusting him? Mm-hmm. Like at the end of the day, I can't do anything about that situation right there and then. And, and I don't really know if God expects me to, right? Mm-hmm. I just feel like the compassion in me that comes up in that moment and the tension that comes with it should move me towards action, to want to help, to want to be able to say, and then, you know, and even when I've caught myself saying, you know, where is your car? Like, I will fill your car up, mm-hmm. please. You know, mm-hmm. let me be able to do that. I'll be glad to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've only had one circumstance where somebody had their car there, mm-hmm. and, I, and I put gas in their car. Now, I think, again, they may have, whether or not they were really looking for cash or that was a situation, all I know is that I was able to put gas in their car. Mm-hmm. And I was able to, in a way, from what they asked for, I was able to help. And so, yeah, I can go by and judge that and, you know, but, uh, you know, so when you, you know, when we were talking about where's the line, right, where's Mm -hmm. the line between enabling versus versus really, you know, really just uh, helping, um, I don't know that we have one. Like, I don't know if the Bible really gives us one. I I believe it gives us the, the, the picture of, you know, move on your desire to help, Mm -hmm. you know, move that direction. God will take care of the rest. Move in that direction and trust him for the outcome. Mm-hmm. Again, part, part of this is that we are so outcome driven. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why our immediate tension goes to what are they going to do with it? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. well, what does it matter? Well, you and know? I think one of we're, the other, we're the ones that are outcome driven. I think one of the other questions that people have in, in playing it even further down the line, if we give now, if we continue to, um, you know, uh, like say the person that yeah. stands on the exit ramps and you know, they, yeah. if they, if they get what they need, either they're going to be coming back or they're going to bring friends. And then before you know it, there's going to be like a stray like, dog, uh, <laughs> you know, you feed the dog once they're going to keep coming back to your house. And wow. I was not going to you know, but it's the there. same, but, you, but, but the logic is the same in, in yeah. city, you know, yeah. they're, they're very much, you know, people that, you know, want to don't create, feed the strays, you know, yeah, they're very much like don't encourage the yeah. panhandling or the, yeah. you know, feeding of the because they don't want to create, uh, you know, this uh, place where they continue to come and, and solicit. Sometimes, you know, sometimes it's not as um, kind. There are times where uh, you read about this in, in cities where it's more aggressive. Oh, yeah. And it's more frightening to people whenever, um, yeah, you know, like it's stolen and. Absolutely. Well, yes. Yeah. Or confronting people that are just really uncomfortable with that kind of yeah. uh, confrontation. Yeah. So, I mean, when logically, if you want to use logic, you yes. have to also consider the fact that when we, when people respond to this perceived need um, or this presented need, then 
there's also that logic that comes into play as to, well, how does this not perpetuate the cycle, perpetuate the cycle of depending on others rather than learning to depend on themselves and then possibly bringing about a a more recurrent, uh, you know, nature of requests from from people in need, you know, and, and not that... Again, there's there's tension there because we don't want to we don't we don't want to admit that we don't want to be confronted daily with people that are in need. Sure. Yet people are in need daily. Yeah. Right. And, um, right. And so you I, might I just know. be in a place where there. I mean, you know. So what? What? Okay. What? What did uh, you know? Um, Mother Teresa of Calcutta mm-hmm. want? Does she, does she want to be barraged daily with people in need? I doubt it. You know, but yet she moved and went mm-hmm. to an area where yeah. that was the case. Right. You know, mm-hmm. um, you work downtown, mm-hmm. you know, there's, there's, you're, you're going to get the benefits of that. You're going to get the parts of that, that are going to be really clear that there's a, there's an underbelly of the city that doesn't live like you. Mm-hmm. Right. There's need every day. Mm-hmm. There's, there's always a need. Um, you know, and then you're talking about the fact that, well, what can I do? Now people are now the victim. Well, I can't really help the world, you know? No, but you can help one person. Mm-hmm. You can, mm-hmm. you know? And, and and at the end of the day, again, I probably come at it a little bit more, I probably come at it a little bit more uh, drawing that, like, spiritual discernment, mm-hmm. okay? The, the spirit will guide you in those things. Mm-hmm. You know, when someone comes at you and you have a, and you're, something about that very, is very uneasy, then I don't, I don't say be foolish, mm-hmm. right? I mean... I mean, do what you have to do. Believe that God's leading you in those things. Um, when someone comes to you and you feel a prompting that you should do something, but then your tension tells you mm-hmm. not to do something because of your selfishness and your perspective and your, you know, uh, that's when I'm saying you've gone down a negative path. Mm-hmm. You were prompted by God to do something, to feel some compassion, to feel some sort of innate thing in you to be able to free up some things that God gave you to maybe help this person. You don't know how God's going to use that mm-hmm. money. Yeah. That's the part that I look at. You don't know how God's going to use that money to help that person. All we're seeing is the short term outcome of, well, I just feed him again today. Then, you know, they're going to be right back here tomorrow. You know, yeah, uh, and so I look at it and go, look, we can't know it, we really can't know it, and we can't fix it, mm-hmm. um, but we can be moved with compassion to to give without getting repaid. We can move to com- with compassion that if someone really does need our coat, we give them our shirt. Mm-hmm. We can be moved with compassion to love those who really, honestly want to take advantage of us. And I look at that and go, again, that's that that is, that is all the heart of Christ. Saying, look, this is the life of those who are kingdom focused. This is the life of those who have their eyes set on eternity in a uh, an eternal picture. Mm-hmm. In an eternal picture, what does the ten dollars to this guy mean? Mm-hmm. Right, nothing. Mm-hmm. It, you know what I'm saying? It, nothing to us it might mean everything to them. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I'm, I, you know, I'm involved in programs where we're we're trying to find smarter and better ways to provide some of those help from some of the help for folks that that are you know sitting out standing on the exit roads and things like that we want to see a community of people that are kind of had little packets in their car ready to go mm-hmm. um right when the need presents itself part is that because we have a compassion to help mm-hmm. um can we solve the whole problem no we, we can't no. emotionally we can't time we can't money we can't but we can we can help in some way shape and form mm-hmm. and at the end of the day if if you know if there's wisdom you know there's wisdom to 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 be heeded i think that we'll have to trust the spirit will tell us when mm-hmm. you know i mean I, if you're going to err on any side i say err on the side of compassion and giving 
Right. Okay. Right. If you're going to err, mm-hmm. if you're going to err on any side, err there and allow the spirit to discern when not to yeah. versus erring where most people err <laughs> because mm-hmm. of the tension mm-hmm. on the, I don't give anybody anything unless I absolutely know with an affidavit that this is going to be <laughs> fixed or this is going to be solved or I feel like I'm actually helping. Mm-hmm. I just feel like at that point you're stingy. Mm-hmm. At that point, you're not really understanding what God gave you resources for. Mm-hmm. Um, you're letting your kind of subjective perspective on this, you know, cloud what might what life might be like if you were there. Mm-hmm. And, and that's that's yeah. hard. It's hard, hard to do to put ourselves in that. Go ahead. It's hard. Or uh, are you going to think of you know what to, the passage that you were reading from yeah. in uh, the New Testament? Uh, he, it, it says, "Lend to them without expecting to yeah. be repaid." Um, it reminds me of this verse actually back in the Proverbs. It says, he that's kind to the poor lends to the Lord and uh, he will reward good. him for what he's done. That is Proverbs nineteen seventeen. That's good. And, and so right there, yeah. it's, it, it is kind giving of, it to God. we're giving it to, to him, to yep. God and through our generosity towards the poor, rather than expecting that poor person to um to repay or or that it's ultimately given yeah. to them it's you know another example of of recognizing that everything we have belongs ultimately to the lord and that we're just you know it's a tool and we're stewards of it yeah. so um so tracy did this help you in your uh yes tension? i'm very convicted i'm not very happy about that but I do, and I do want to share one more thing just to Go kind ahead. of answer the question that we had at the beginning. Okay. That, um, that saying, give a man yes. a fish. Yes, yeah. It, it's not an Eastern proverb. It's, no, not, it's not from right. uh, Lao Tzu so, or, yeah, yeah, or yeah, yeah. you know, not, anybody Nietzsche. that we're thinking. Not, yeah, yeah. You know, it's actually from Anne Isabella Ritchie. Um, Anne. She's, uh, she wrote this story called Mrs. Diamond. And somewhere in this text of this story, she writes this um, passage. She says, these are quotes. He certainly doesn't practice his precepts, but I suppose the patron meant that if you give a man a fish, he's hungry again in an hour. If you teach him to catch a fish, you do him a good turn. And so this was published somewhere around 1890, and people really caught on to this yeah. and, and, and basically restructured it, reframed it a little bit because the, the meaning was so profound. Good old Anne. Yeah. Anne. Yeah. That's so, so cool. It's very, very cool um, <laughs> because w- many times we quote things like that and we think, oh, yeah. man, that's deep. That's, that's good stuff. That's wise. That's, that's been around for there's centuries. No, there's no way that came from a fiction book. Yeah. No, yeah. no way that's only been around for maybe you know, 200 <laughs> plus years. Right, right. So anyway, cool. interesting little tidbit. Okay, so um, let me just wrap this up. If you um, would like to join in this discussion, this tension uh, in social issues and things like that, just join in the conversation. You can join us um, on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash Matt Dawson TV. And just uh, let us know what you're thinking. Let's just hop on in in this discussion. Um, Don't forget, Matt has a free resource available for you called Free Your Mind, Five Life Tools to Help You Overcome Fear, Anxiety, and Regret. Uh, All you got to do is just text those three words, Free Your Mind, to 33444, and we'll get that guide right out to you. And if you would, please take a moment and uh, rate and review this podcast in iTunes. We would love to have you help us get in front of more people and help them find the power that lives in the tension between life and faith. Until next time, remember, life is too short to live in fear. Embrace the tension, that's a tough one, between life and faith, and you'll find freedom. I'm Tracy Dawson here with Matt Dawson. Thanks Thanks a lot for listening.